Welcome to the EchoCast, episode 38. This one's going to be a struggle, going to be straight up, <laughs> and I'll explain why. If you're new, welcome. I'm Bon Diesel. I talk about Division, and I play it. And sometimes I argue about it. So that's what we do here. Uh, if you're a returning listener, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. In whatever way you're listening. Straighten the content updates. We'll stay with the game recap, which is a joke at this point. The Division news, speculation, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, content update. So, uh, you will probably already know this from uh, the weekend. You've probably already gotten through. Maybe you're listening later. But um, no streams over the weekend um, because I got into the Division 2 Technical Alpha. And that is literally the only thing I'm allowed to say about it. I fully recognize that a bunch of clickbait uh, losers will attempt to get their moment of fame only to be met with a ban uh, and people still not caring who they are uh, from this opportunity but I'm definitely going to be making sure I stick to the agreement and do my absolute best to not reveal anything that hasn't already been revealed um, I am putting a new cooler in my uh, in my rig and my PC um, I got a cooler master 212. Um, I kind of wanted to just put new paste on uh, my CPU cooler because the computer is a little bit old. I suspect it's probably not perfect anymore. Um, and then I got to look around at prices for new coolers and found that they aren't that expensive. So I went ahead, went ahead and bought one and um, cleaning the, the stock Dell one uh, looked like it was not going to be fun. And uh, I want to overclock a little bit, so I figured getting something new would probably not hurt. I also, uh, you will hopefully know this the next time I stream, um, that I've kind of updated the branding a bit after Division kind of cooled down. Um, even though I still play it, I switched to like a blue theme to my branding. Um, but I decided with the help of a poll on my Twitter to go back to the basics, go back home, and redo most of my branding with orange. Uh, it's actually the Division Orange, or really close to it. And uh, I redid my stream setup quite a bit. I bought the Nerd or Die Glitch stream package over a year ago, probably. I used it pretty heavily for a while and then got away from it. It's a little too much, um, but I figured out a way to re-implement some of the elements from that uh, on top of some of my own stuff that I've designed and done. So be on the lookout for that. Stay of the game recap. Well, we all know there was no stay of the game. What we did get uh, was a different thing, which I'll talk about in the division news section. Um, I'm just gonna reiterate, I've done this a few times um, and, and I'm gonna do it one more time. You know, we have around 100 people a week listening to the podcast which I'm cool with. I think between YouTube and SoundCloud and Anchor slash iTunes slash everything else, I think we've hit almost like 5,000 lessons across all of the shows, um, which is silly, but I really appreciate it. So for anyone who listens, uh, whether you're a dev or a player, or 
not related at all to anything I do for some reason. Um, I we really we need some we need the stash space. We need this pre-order stuff clarified. Um, and I don't say that from a standpoint of like, you know, boycott the game, blah blah blah. I I literally want them to clear clarify. Um, simply just so they can sell more of the game. It's I don't think it's like a shill thing. I don't think I'm being like an over fanboy there. I literally just think that it can only help the game because I have a pretty good feeling that whatever they tell us about that stuff, um, I, I believe they've learned the lessons of other games and even Division 1. And I have a feeling that there's just some weird communication issues in place between different parts of the company where they haven't clarified this stuff yet but i'm about 99 percent sure that if they clarified this stuff uh it, it, it would just lead to more pre-orders and stuff i see all kinds of people right now on twitter kind of you know being very proud of not pre-ordering the game um, or canceling their pre-order or whatever, which is fine. I this is a this has been a big thing where I've been very clear that if people don't want to pre-order this because they have concerns, I get it. I totally get it. Now there's people like me who are probably gonna like this game almost no matter what, where it absolutely makes sense to pre-order. Having all the little extras and stuff, it's gonna be cool. But if you don't want to, if you have any hesitance, don't do it. But at the same time, you know, maybe we don't need to pack our, pat ourselves on the back too much. Uh, for for not doing it. It's not like you're breaking any new ground. You're just making a personal choice, and I think that's great. So I, I think that's that stuff's been a little bit funny, but um, the main issues I've seen this banked on is the stash space issue, uh, where we just don't know what it is, even though I have a pretty strong feeling it's not going to matter, um, as well as you know, no official announcements about anti-cheat for PC, uh, which for me, as someone who's probably going to play on the console, is... I'm not too worried about it, but I still would like to play on PC and not deal with those issues um, as well as people just being generally concerned about PvP and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I made a statement a while ago and I've been pretty stubborn about it that I fully believe that whether it's PvP or just choices in the game in general, there's going to be a very vocal minority of Division 1 players who are going to be upset about changes in Division 2, whether it's the PvP or other things. I am about 99% sure that that number of people who may be upset or may just leave the game entirely um, will make up about 5% of the people who those changes would bring into the game who are new. Um, unfortunately, it's one of those things where you can't please everyone. And I have a pretty strong feeling that a lot of the things happening in Division 2 are going to bring way more people than it's going to push away. Uh, those people won't go quietly. It's going to seem like, uh, especially if it's veteran people in the community, it's going to seem like a lot of people are mad. But I'm pretty willing to bet that just the direction we've seen from the Division 2 demo and, and, and kind of the limited information we've gotten so far, um, I'm I'm personally pretty confident that it's um, it's not going to be a bad thing, even though it's uh, there's probably going to be some weird growing pains from it for sure. Well, with Division News, we had a couple um, interesting developments this week. Uh, the first one was that uh, I assume, probably not uh, according to plan, uh, Marco Style and a few other people uh, <laughs> told everyone they were um, going to events at Red Storm and Massive 
uh, to show off uh, some PR events and stuff like that. Um, we did find out that from various sources that there is an embargo, I assume until next month in January sometime. Um, I like that there's an embargo because what happens if you don't put an embargo on this info, um, all of those creators are going to go home and make, you know, some stupid five minute clickbait crap videos that they're all just racing to be the first one to get a video out and get all those quick views. So the idea of them getting a couple weeks to probably make multiple videos explaining different parts of what they've seen, um, which I assume will come out probably around the same time as the beta, uh, the, the private beta for pre-orders, um, I think that's going to be good. I think we're going to get some really good high quality content from that. Um, you know, regardless of what you think or, or whatever, um, and personally as well, myself, um, about some of the big creators, I still think that Marco Stalp makes the best videos in Division. Um, I'm really excited to see some of his um, kind of breakdowns and stuff like that. Um, and then even people like Taylor and stuff who put out some really good informational videos and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see some, uh, some content from people who had time and had a lot of accessibility. Uh, to devs to the game and stuff. So uh, that creator event was at like I said red storm and massive um, There were quite a few people we know about there were quite a few people I've never heard of before who I saw like posting uh, That they were there and stuff um, I'm also super out of touch. I don't really know who anyone is especially really big creators I kind of just ignore if I have to be honest. Uh, I Don't care the only big streamer I watch is shroud um I don't really sub to, very, to many very big, actually I don't think I sub to any big streamers. Um, it's just not my thing. I like to talk to the people I watch, um, unless it's Shroud, I just like to watch him you know, poop on everybody. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be a, a good thing. Um, there was also the Division 2 Technical Alpha announced this week, uh, kind of last minute. I'm sure it was planned for quite a while. Um, I um, did get into it and uh, there's a and there's an NDA involved so literally the only thing that is supposed to get out about the alpha is that um, that it exists and that there's people in it um, from when I read my NDA that I agreed to um, unless I didn't read it correctly um, it's a five-year NDA so I can't talk about anything having to do with the alpha we were instructed not to record anything, even for bug reporting purposes. No screenshots, no pictures, nothing. You're, you're not supposed to do anything. Now, obviously, there's a bunch of idiots trying to stream it, putting YouTube videos up, even like kind of vague ones where they're trying, they're, they're like dropping information very vaguely. It's just dumb. You know, if, if this was happening six months ago, then I would understand, you know, like, yeah, whatever. If you're going to try to do this, you're going to get smacked for it, but that's fine, but we're literally probably weeks away from the beta. So the fact that these people are sacrificing their ability to participate in anything Ubisoft related ever again, um, for the sake of getting a few, you know, a few views before they get banned and shut down. It doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. And if you're part of it, I highly suggest staying away from it. On top of that, what's going to be challenging for me is doing things like this podcast. Because now I've seen things I'm not allowed to talk about. And I have to be sure the topics I cover, I only talk about them in the sense of what we all know. And not things that I've seen or even allude to things I've seen. So I'm going to do my best. I think I do a pretty good job of it. Um, I'm sure I'll be talked to if I accidentally drop anything that shouldn't be dropped. But, um, yeah, so hopefully th 
Uh, the interesting thing that I realized is that even when the beta comes out, obviously I'll be able to talk about the stuff we see in the beta or in videos they release or whatever. The thing is, is I won't be able to talk about them in comparison to the alpha. So even after the beta and the final game comes out, I'm still going to need to make sure. Now, I suspect that that list of things would be very small. I even inquired to find out whether or not I would be able to record footage and release it after the game comes out to make a comparison of the alpha, beta, and final. And I was told no, that was a no-go. So I'm not doing it. Um, so it's going to be interesting kind of dancing around that. Now, I'm sure once the game actually comes out and even the beta, um, I'm assuming everything about those will be better than what I've seen already. So anything I would potentially talk about with the alpha, uh, there's no reason to talk about it because it's, you know, it's either there or it's better in, in the subsequent releases. So, uh, so just keep that in mind. If you see people posting about stuff and all that, you know, I mean, it's impossible. It's a leaking ship, right? There's no way they can stomp everything. But I highly suggest if you see any leaks or any information out, um, you know, send it to Johan and Amper Camper. The main reason being because I've already seen that a lot of the information is either wrong, um, it's sensationalized heavily, or they're mixing in a mix of things that may be true and things that are obviously false because they're trying to clickbait. They're just trying to get attention. Um, there, there was a whole post I saw somewhere um, that's probably not going to get taken down because you know the, the people in control of it won't take it down. But I literally saw a whole thing, and while some of the stuff may or may not have been true in it, 95% um, of the information was simply wrong. I, I don't know if the person maybe played the, the, the alpha for a couple minutes and decided to just make a post or whatever. But So I just highly suspect if you see stuff that's being leaked, if you see stuff, information, be highly suspicious. And if you want to go so far as to let Amper Camper and Johan know, or anyone on the community team or even dev team probably i i would do it it's just uh you know mostly just to shut down any any bull crap now with both of these things uh came a very interesting part of of the community uh, both our community and i think gaming communities in general um but there was uh absolutely some people who were very unhappy about a few things with both the alpha and with the creator event um, which I found kind of interesting and figured, hey, I don't have much to talk about, so I'm going to talk about this. Uh, the interesting thing to me was that um, with the creator event, uh, I think people really uh, misunderstand how the next few months are going to play out. Um, I'm an extremely small creator. This is a part-time hobby for me. I, I try to take it as seriously as a job, as a part-time job, something I enjoy doing. Um, because I invest a lot of time doing this, not doing other things. Um, and so I take it seriously, but I also understand my place in the bigger picture. I understand my place in the division community. I try to, I understand, especially my place in the greater gaming and creation communities where I am literally a blip on the radar. If that, uh, they think I'm a bird, not a plane. And, um, and I didn't get invited to that event. And had I been invited to that event from the people I know who were there, um, I would have been, I believe, five or six times smaller when it comes to reach than the smallest creator I saw that got invited to either of the events in Malmo or in North Carolina. So, like, I'm cool. I get it. <laughs> That's not my place. 
uh, if, if they invite me there, if they spend money on bringing me there and all of that, uh, when I put out videos, my reach is not going to justify that cost. It's simply not. Now, hopefully one day it does. I don't plan on stopping anytime soon, and I would absolutely love to keep growing, um, but I get it. Now, I saw a lot of confusion. I think some people thought that this event was like a community event, or it was supposed to be some kind of thank you to the people who played. And I saw all kinds of names being thrown out, being thrown out for people who should have gone. And there were a few bigger names, uh, definitely bigger than me, um, that people felt like should have gone. Um, I don't necessarily agree. Um, there, there's definitely some people in the community who I think uh, have some inflated numbers and stuff like that uh, by means that I think are fairly obvious. Um, but regardless of that, um, you know, I, I saw a lot of names getting thrown out. Um, some big creators that maybe it would have been justified. And then I saw some really silly stuff. Um, people, you know, with with like 50 followers and stuff like that. And while those people may be the best fans in the community, I don't doubt that one bit. That's not what these events are. And it's not what they're going to be for the next three months. Now, once the game comes out, um, I'm sure they're going to make a pivot towards focusing on people making great community content, people who are dedicated fans that don't stream or don't do anything other than just play the game and maybe tweet and all that good stuff. But there's definitely a, a kind of a misunderstanding, I think, of the next couple months are about selling as many copies of the game as possible. Um, while I think that they absolutely should celebrate the community and everyone that you know, you know, is a part of it and has stuck with it. Um, just because a big creator left the game a few years ago or a year ago or whatever, doesn't mean they don't deserve to have some attention um, from the devs and the the game and you know all that. Because I'm gonna be straight up, I do this part time, and I've realized that my audience is happiest when I'm just doing division stuff, and I'm happy to do that. But if I was someone who was doing this full time, who was streaming 50, 60 hours a week, who was making videos every single day or multiple videos a week, and depending on ad revenue and views and follows and all of that, the division wasn't a bad place for that early. But for the last year, year and a half, this game was not sustainable for big creators. And if you know, someone like me, it's cool. I still love streaming Division. I still, it's where people come and talk. If I stream other games, I might get a few people in, but they don't talk. And that's, I'm streaming the chit chat. That's what I'm there for. So I stream Division. I know I'm not going to become partnered off of it. Not right now, at least. Uh, maybe not even with Division 2. But uh, I think that there was this weird expectation of, you know, that, you know, they should only, you know, involve people who are currently in the game and stuff. And that's just... It's just not realistic. It's not the game we're playing right now. Right now they're playing a game of PR and marketing and getting this game in the people's faces. They're they're trying to change the attitude about Division. You guys have to remember, there's literally millions of players who bought this game, played it for a few weeks, if that, and then got bored and had a bad taste and never came back. Um, and, and those are the people they're trying to change minds. Uh, so they're, they're going to have all these these outreach things uh, from these creators and stuff. But there's also um, a whole bunch of people who never even heard of Division 1, and they're going to try to pull them in too. And the way you do that isn't by you know focusing on someone with 
you know, 50 followers or 100 followers or even a thousand or 2,000 followers who stream to 10 people, you know, like myself sometimes. It's that that's just not how you do it. I wish it was. That'd be great if it was, but it's not. And and there, you know, I hope there's a time for those people. I hope that there's some kind of partnership opportunities, the way that like Warframe does it with their creators. I would love it. Uh, there's creators smaller than me with Warframe who are partnered with that game, and it helps them a ton. They they get they reach out. You know, they pick these people who are great community members and uh, you know promote their game well and are promote their a good community and stuff because that game has an incredible community. But that's just not where we're at right now. We're in PR mode, man. And people have to realize that that's, that's where we're at. <laughs> and then that's the way it's going to be. So, we had a similar thing with the Alpha too. And I won't go as deep into it. But it's, you know, I saw people, you know, moaning and groaning about not getting the Alpha. Who absolutely probably would have been great assets to it. But it literally looks like they, for the most part, made it a random selection. I saw people who had barely played the first game, who only played a little bit of the first game, who are fairly new to the game, and people who have been playing forever and who have always been involved. When I was playing in it, um, let's see. I'm aware that there were people from, basically, it just seems like there were people all over the spectrum with the game, literally, um, who got into the alpha. And so the funny thing is, had they had only given the alpha the people who had over 1500 hours, you would have had uh, even, you know, probably just as many people upset that they only gave it to the certain people who got to play more than everyone else. So like they literally didn't have a way to please everyone here. And I think the way they did it was great. Um, I've seen a great mix and even in the, in, 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 you know, with comments and things I've seen people, you know, saying it's, it's obvious that we're getting people from all kinds of different views on the game. And I think that's going to be good for it in the long run. It's also pretty important to remember that more than likely this alpha was, was to test the servers and, and, and some game systems, uh, feedback and stuff like that. I'm sure is always great. It's stuff they always want to see and hear. Um, but I am, you know, I imagine you know, this was more for their for their back end side of this and all of that, rather than uh, you know trying to get the the, the most in depth commentary possible. So there's that. Uh, for speculation and discussion, I have a fairly short topic I wanted to kind of cover. I think I've talked about it a little bit before, but I'm gonna be straight up right now. I don't have a whole lot else to go over, so this is what we're going for. So I kind of wanted to briefly cover gear, talents, builds, and division two. So this is one of those weird times where I need to walk a tightrope very carefully. But one big worry I've seen people talk about a lot with Division 2 is that they feel like because of a few changes, notably the weapon um, attachments, uh, people are worried that Division 2 is going to be oversimplified. And the best example of that was how Destiny 2 launched where they got rid of random roles and, and they really made it a fairly generic experience when it came to your gear and stuff like that. So there's things we already know about division two. Um, so we know that there's already, we already know there's still random roles on gear. Um, we know that we have the branding system now, which acts like kind of a gear set system, but a little more subtle. Um, we know that we have this whole new system with the gun talent on high end guns where there's three different, uh, talents and they each draw from different pools where there's like a damage talent there's like a utility talent and then there's a there's actually a holstered talent uh, 
you know, his holster talents are going to be interesting because on top of everything else, including the talents on your gun, you're now going to be balancing and thinking about the two holstered talents as well on your pistol and secondary or on your primary and pistol or on your you know primary and secondary, depending on what gun you're using. And I think that is being really misunderstood and forgotten. Um, you've also got all kinds of new stuff. You're going to have all kinds of other things that are going to factor in like just new game mechanics and you know new guns and you know i i believe we've been told that all the talents on gear and the guns are all brand new so people aren't going to be looking for responsive again and stuff like that like um one of the big things i think is going to be a big deal um you know beyond all of those things i've already said which you know all of those things between the brands the talents the guns all of that i think that right there already is going to make gear way 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 more um fluid or varied than what we already have uh in division one i i've said it before and i'll say it again the whole complaints about nomad pred and striker were always so funny to me because um while i absolutely understand the frustration with those sets especially in pvp um 1.8 might have been the first time we ever had more than one meta. I, if, if I, I played a lot more PvP earlier in the game, and I very clearly remember Sentry's Mark and Alpha Bridge and the Hexo builds and the Ninja builds. And what's what was so funny about um, how upset people were about Striker and Pred and Nomad is while they were, I think it was kind of there was an issue with them being. A little more effortless you know especially predmark uh, and nomad in its own way but um, there were a few times in this game where there were three separate builds that were viable in pvp in this game uh, so i understand that the actual implementation of those um, maybe didn't make that feel as good as it sounds like it should have um, but it, it will always kind of crack me up that you know we we got something almost resembling um, you know, build diversity uh, as much as we ever got it in this game, and people were still upset. Now, that just reinforces my idea that uh, no matter what you do, and no matter how good something is, you're always going to find someone to complain about it. Um, but, you know, I'll digress on that. I, end I think the complaints are valid. That I'm not dismissing um, people's opinions and thoughts on it, but I still do um, kind of feel like it was. it's one of those things that, probably for reasons completely unrelated, to the gear sets and stuff there was probably just no way to to really make people happy because uh, especially in division one basically no matter which move you make uh was eventually gonna make someone mad so that's just the way it is i think gear sets are gonna be interesting in division two though uh we know we all we know is that they exist and this is something that i can absolutely uh, be very confident about that i can't stumble because i don't know anything about them from you know anything else um, my guess is that we're either going to get four piece gear sets back and that's all we'll ever get, or that we'll have six piece only sets. Um, so the important thing I try to remind people of often is that the whole point of gear sets in division one was that the high end gear talents were supposed to be so useful that the idea of getting rid of those in favor of a gear set was supposed to be a really tough choice. You were, it was supposed to be a choice of maybe losing some general ability, the ability to be more uh, balanced, uh, to take a gear set and be much more specific in your gameplay style. 
Um, and, and, and that's the sacrifice you would have to make. You would have to say, I'm going to lose these six awesome high end talents off a of gear to get these like four, you know, three or four talents that aren't as um, generally useful, but are much more specific. Uh, now, the big issue is that, especially by this point, there's what, maybe two or three high end talents on gear that are worth using. Maybe a few more if you're, you know, better than I am or whatever. But um, the, the biggest issue we had is that, you know, as far as I know, there's not a single talent on the knee pads that's worth using. Um, on the mask, refreshed, I assume, is still useful, uh, especially in skirmish and last stand with um, normalization and like hexo builds and stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, the mask talents aren't that useful. The chest can be, especially if you're doing like a sniper build or something. Uh, the, the, you know, there, there's there's a few, but there's not there's no situation of six pieces of high end gear that I know of anyone who would really try to do that uh, and be like, yeah, this is obviously better than that six piece striker. Um, so I'm really thinking that with division two, with between the brands and all new talents and, and just a general balancing and change of the game and kind of in general, um, I suspect that they're going to be able to implement gear sets in a way where it, it, it becomes what they you know, maybe originally intended of this idea of, man, do I really want to give up all these brand talents and give up all these talents on this high end gear just to get this gear set? You know, this gear set's going to allow me to do this extremely well, but I'm not going to be able to do all of these other things as well as I could with a high end build. Um, I think if they can find that balance, if they can force people to make that choice, uh, you'll know if you've listened to me before, um, having to make choices, I think is going to be very important in division two with the way you build, with the way you play, um, with, um, a potential, uh, good outcome or potential, you know, loss or potential weakness, um, because of those choices. I, I think that all of those things are going to be important. Um, and, and I think with the gear sets and stuff, they have an opportunity to, to do it the way that they probably originally intended. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is all gone according to plan and it's exactly what they wanted, but I, I, uh, I I'm pretty willing to bet that that is not the case. So I'm not hundred percent sure how long I've rambled on, but that's what I've got. I uh, didn't have any listener questions this week. It's totally fine, especially for the next few weeks. Everyone's going to be busy with holidays and such. Um, but if you have any questions, make sure to ask me on Twitter or Discord. There should be links to both of those uh, below, or if you check out my Twitter. Um, the Echo Cast can be found on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, you can support on Anchor if you wish. It's kind of like a Patreon thing. If you find my, if you find the Echo Cast on Anchor. Uh, you can also support on Twitch with sub bits, tips, and all that fun stuff. Um, if you find me, um, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch as Bondiesel. You can find me on Instagram as Bondiesel underscore Twitch. And that's what I have. Thank you for listening. I very much appreciate it. I will see you next time. And uh, yeah, until next time.